0: This is Vincent. Email the Vince Man 4 at gmail.com. And you're listening to liberal lies, liars, and true believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Imagine this, you're Joe Biden, and you've dreamed about being the President of the United States for nearly your entire life. At 29 years old, you become the sixth youngest senator in United States history, and you're on your way to being the President. There are some obstacles in the way of your dreams. For one thing, your home state is Delaware. It's the second smallest state in America. It's almost as small as your intellect. It's hard to get elected president from a small state. It's also hard to be elected president when you're not very bright. Your colleagues in the Senate now say that they could see this coming for a long time. They said they could see that you could be president. They're lying. Senators know how to lie. They didn't see this coming because they never thought that you were smart enough to be the president. But they all believed that they could be president— Every senator believes that they can be president or should be president. Many of them are smarter than you, Joe Biden. In fact, probably most of them are smarter than you. To everyone's surprise, you were picked by Barack Obama to be his vice president. The story was that Obama needed foreign policy expertise in his White House. That makes the choice of you, Joe Biden, as vice president even more baffling. You're recognized as someone who's been wrong on just about every foreign policy issue over the last 40 years. But Barack Obama knew the media would buy the lie, and they did, and so did the voters. When you wanted to run for president, it was understood that Barack Obama didn't buy into the idea. As incompetent a president as Obama was, even he knew that you were a disaster just waiting to happen. But when it looked like no other candidate would have a chance to beat Donald Trump, Obama gritted his teeth, and he backed you, Joe. Obama had a backup plan. He'd pull the strings behind the scenes, and he'd put Susan Rice in the White House to make sure that his puppet, you, Joe Biden, did as you were told. You didn't seem to mind, Joe. You were happy just to be the president. When you appeared in public, You could get by as long as you stuck to reading from the teleprompter. Yes, there were days when your reading was terrible, days when you seemed to struggle to make your voice loud enough to be heard, days when you'd whisper into the camera and embarrass yourself. But you've always been a good politician, Joe, an old-fashioned, slapping backroom dealing politician. You've always gone out of your way to make friends with senators on both sides of the aisle. You are likable, and not very threatening in public. But behind the scenes, you'd cut out the heart of anyone who crossed you. You'll do anything to get what you want. And what you've always wanted, Joe, is to be president. And now, for better or worse, you are. You've dealt with personal losses in your life, too. You've lost your first wife and a son, but you never lost sight of your goal. Your son Hunter is a drug-addled influence peddler. He should be in jail. But he isn't in jail because you protect him. And the corporate media, at least until recently, have done everything in their power to protect you, Joe Biden, although it's getting harder by the day to keep doing it. The media hopes you can weather this latest storm, Joe. They want it to go away. But you aren't helping them, Joe. You seem to be afraid to take decisive action. This failed Afghanistan surrender to the Taliban is going very badly. It couldn't be much worse. And still, you do nothing. You could send in more troops, but you don't. You could retake Bagram, the Air Force base that you told the military to abandon. That would make the withdrawal faster and safer. But you don't do that. At least you haven't done it yet. You could fire Anthony Blinken, your Secretary of State. The man is obviously in way over his head. But you don't. You could fire General Mark Milley, the incompetent chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. But you don't. You could fire Lloyd Austin. He's the beyond incompetent defense secretary. But you won't do that either. You could do so many things, Joe, but instead you do nothing. You seem paralyzed. But by what? Is it fear? Senility? What's going on, Joe?" And why do you seem to hate staying in the White House? For someone who's waited his whole life to be president, it seems that you can't wait to get back to Delaware every chance you get. What do you do in Delaware, Joe, that you can't do in the White House? Do you get sick and tired of having to listen to Obama and Susan Rice tell you what to do? Do you go home and sit in your basement and sulk? What's really going on here? Is this what you dreamed about for all those years? When you were a kid, did you tell your mother and father about your dreams of being president? Hey, Mom and Dad, when I grow up, I'm going to be president. Well, that's a nice dream, son. Keep on dreaming, and maybe someday you will be in the White House. Did they really believe that? And what would Mom and Dad think now, now that you're going to be remembered as possibly the worst president in the history of America? Nobody ever dreams that there'll be a terrible president, Joe. If you dream about being president, you believe that you'll go down in history as being a great president, greater than Washington or Lincoln or Ronald Reagan. Every senator probably dreams about being president almost every day, and not one of them ever thinks that they'll be terrible at the job. Most of them would be terrible, but in their dreams they're great, they're always great, They see statues of themselves being built all over the United States. That's how great they think they'll be. So after dreaming for all these years, Joe Biden is finally in the White House. And he's an abysmal failure, an abject failure, a monumental failure. And his only chance at redeeming himself is to do something in Afghanistan. But he does nothing. His only other chance is maybe to blame Obama. Joe Biden could hold a press conference and announce that from now on, he's going to be the president, not Obama. Then he could fire Susan Rice and tell Obama to keep his advice to himself, because from now on, Joe Biden is in charge. He could even shock the world. How about this? He could invite former President Trump to the White House, and he could announce that he's going to reinstate Trump's policies at our southern border— And he's going to finish building the wall, too. He could also say that he's going to copy Trump's economic policies and his foreign policy, too. And he could say that he's going to tell the Taliban leaders that they're either going to abide by the agreements Trump made with them to share power with the Afghan government, or he'll kill every last one of them. He could do that, but he won't. He'll never do that. And he won't stop listening to Obama or Susan Rice either. He's simply going to try to weather the storm in Afghanistan. That's what old-time politicians do. That's what politicians who have the fawning support of the corporate media do. He knows the media are just waiting for the chance to report that things in Afghanistan are getting better. And that in the end, Biden made all of the right moves. That's what the media would like to do and they will if given even the smallest indication that things are getting better. That's what Joe Biden, the savvy old-time politician, knows. That's what he's counting on to make it through this disaster. He's betting that by the time he runs for a second term, and he wants a second term, all will be forgiven or forgotten. He believes he will now get a second term. Now, ordinarily, this strategy might work but I don't think it will this time. This time, these are only the dreams of a senile old man. Joe Biden's failures as president are massive, so massive that nothing will make people forget. So you're finally President Joe Biden, but this isn't like it was supposed to be, is it? Now, when you look in the mirror every morning, all you see is failure. Afghanistan is a total failure. You failed to bring people together like you said you would. Instead, you've called people racist and white supremacist when it just isn't true. You've failed at securing the border. Your energy policy is a disaster, and there is the high crime rate and even higher inflation. Finally, you're President Joe Biden, and your legacy is failure. And you can't hide from the truth or from history. It didn't have to be this way, Joe, but it is. You're Joe Biden. THE MAN WHO DREAMED ABOUT BEING PRESIDENT FOR HIS WHOLE LIFE, AND NEVER COULD YOU HAVE EVER DREAMED THAT THINGS WOULD TURN OUT THIS BADLY.